Welcome to Ripple Impact. We have a very special guest on our show today, speaking to us all the way from the US. Lisa C. Gregory is the owner of multiple businesses from mobile brick repair to consulting. Lisa brings her business and leadership experience to her clients to help them improve performance, effectiveness, and engagement in their work and personal lives. With a master's degree in instructional technology and 19 years of business experience as a trainer, coach, advisor, entrepreneur, and corporate leader, Lisa has broad and deep knowledge of the challenges facing top executives, employees, and managers as they strive to bring their best to an organization and provide value. She has dual passions for improving the effectiveness of organizations and enabling individuals to make a unique contribution. A native of Northern Virginia, she has lived in Boston, Jerusalem, Tokyo, New York City, Atlanta, Washington, DC. She, she now resides in Northern VA with her husband and stepson. Lisa is here today to talk about one of her key philosophies of success. She calls it intentional living. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much, Abraham. I'm glad to be here today. We are very, very excited to have you on the show and going right away with the question so you can provide value to us. <laughs> so, just wondering, starting with a little bit of context, what led you to focus on intentional living as a key to success? So like, like you, Abraham, and a lot of your listeners, I've always been a goal setter. But I think that intentional living really started to form as a philosophy for me when I was working full-time as a consultant in an international company. So I was working with top executives from Fortune 500 Global 1000 companies. Um, I was traveling about 80% of the time and loved my work, and I was exhausted. I was worn out, I was depleted, I was working without joy, and I realized that I needed to be more intentional and design the life that I wanted. So beyond the big salary, beyond the travel opportunities, what did I really want? Hmm. Ultimately, that led me to a path of entrepreneurship, and it dramatically changed the type of work that I did. Shortly thereafter, um, another big influence on my thinking was becoming a stepmother. So 10 years ago, I became a stepmom to a fantastic then seven-year-old boy. And I realized that coming into his life required some thoughtfulness around the relationships with him, with my soon-to-be and future husband, with his extended family, and really some intentionality around designing how I would be with him, who I would be with him, mm -hmm. um, my husband around designing my role as a step parent and what kind of influence um, we would create together. And as I've watched my own journey and the journey of other people, um, as well as corporations and groups, I just have started to see and have confirmed to me the power, not just of purpose, but of intention to shape our lives and really create the outcomes that we want. Wow, that's so powerful. You know, you said something that I feel a lot of people are going through 
but they don't know what to do about it. And that also led you to, you know, doing a rethink of the way you are living, what you're doing, aside the big box that you earn, working for a fortune company, fortune 1000 company, 100 company, as the case may be. But you talked about this and you were like, am I really enjoying what I am doing? Are you finding joy in what you do? And this is something that happens with a lot of people without knowing. They go to the work every day, they don't find joy. They are there, and when they get there, they are not happy, they come back home exhausted. They hate to go back there the following day, but they aren't doing anything about it. Not because they don't want to do anything about it, but because they do not know how to begin to do what they need to do about it or what exactly should they do about it. So in your own words, what, what's your definition of intentional living so that our viewers can really get to understand what that means? And maybe that will go a long way to help them to begin to, to live in that um, intentionally. Amy, I love where you're pointing. And if I can add, I think there are questions that come up throughout our life. As we change phases of life, decades of life, <laughs> experience some people come to that place and the fact that they have the question or recognize they don't have joy um, it's frightening because they think well that means everything I've done is wrong I think it's a human condition and that's what I love about intentional living because it says well what happened yesterday and the fit that this was for me when I was in my 20s or 30s or 40s is not going to fit when I'm 50s 60s and so on before I a parent my life could look really different than after I became a, a wife and a step-parent. Um, and so being intentional for me is a continual asking and checking in in the process. So to define it, what might help is to define both what intentional living is and what it's not. So what it is, is having forethought, making conscious choices about how you wanna be in a situation, how you wanna be in a relationship, it can be as large as your intention for your whole life, and it can be as small as the intention for this conversation in this moment. I believe that there's, that there's power in being interdependent with other people, that there's synergy between what they bring and what I bring. So mm -hmm. I can't fully control the outcomes, nor can I premeditate them and decide what they are fully if I wanna be in synergy with other people. However, I am fully capable of being and responsible for being um, intentional with that relationship or situation. Mm -hmm. So let me give you an example. I was heading recently into um, a potentially difficult conversation with a client company who had some really deliberate and important decisions that they needed to make. I had rather strong opinions, um, but was outside of the decision-making process. And I decided to go into that conversation with curiosity and with openness, to be judgmental and just to see what developed and to offer whatever I could offer in that conversation. That intention helped me stay grounded in spite of the various ways that that conversation developed and helped me separate my intention from the ultimate outcomes premeditated about my intention, I don't control the outcomes. Therefore, if certain outcomes are not reached, I haven't failed in my intention. It's about being 
like I said, um, for care, careful and intentional and conscious of one's thoughts and behaviors and feelings, it's not about being in control. Mm -hmm. mm. That's true. Not about being in control, being, having an open mind, coming with an intention, like you said, even if at the end of the day, you don't have control over the results. So you accept the result, but you make an effort. And even if you don't get the desired result on a particular time or in a particular event, you know you learn something from it. And the next time you, you attempt, maybe similar, you approach similar circumstances with intention to succeed, learning from them, perhaps what may have gone, may have gone wrong in the past would help you to get just the desired result. So it is what, you know, trying, it is what giving that effort, you know, of coming in with an intention, or this is what I, I intend to achieve. And you come with the basis. And it's very good, you say, come with an open mind, because sometimes we come with a very closed mind. This is exactly what I want, and this is how you should be. And that is where there is conflict. Because the other person has a closed mind as well. This person is looking at. So there is no shifting ground. And at, at the end of the day, nobody is happy. No solution is found. So I like that fact that you mentioned coming with an open mind, knowing that you do not have control over the outcome, but it is worth trying. I really like that. So Lisa, what impact has intentional living had on your life? Oh, it has allowed me to make wise decisions and design the life that I want, not the life that media or other people or what I think other people think I should be doing, right? It's allowed me to create a life that brings joy, that is not perfect, though I very much like it to be, but... <laughs> Intentional living has created peace and forward movement in my life. It's created also positive impact on the lives around me, um, positive impact on the business decisions and outcomes. Um, as a philosophy, I think I continue to see the impact that as I teach it and share it with others, that um, the impact that it has on individuals and groups and organizations and Abraham, we were talking earlier, I think now more than ever, it's critical to have our own personal intention about our life and our relationships, whether they be work or personal, what we want to gain, who we want to be, how we want to be. Because now more than ever, there are so many voices that are with us all of the time through, in, through technology. It's not just your neighbor sitting on the front porch or your parents' voice in your head, right? Or the voices of the household and people in your home. But they're voices of people you'll never meet who don't know you or your circumstance that are blaring on your TV or your phone or whatever media you're paying attention to. I think it's more important than ever to be quiet, to be still to listen to yourself and set your own intention. Wow, great words, great words. Intentions, listening to your voice. Well, Lisa, I know you have been able to, to do so much for yourself, set up quite a number of businesses. And I believe 
intention, living intentionally has helped you to come up with all of this. So can you just tell our viewers, what is a typical day for Lisa? Um, I am really intentional about, especially about my mornings. Um, I plan my day actually the next, the night before around what I want to create and the progress I want to have. And then each morning I kind of prime my bump. I do, um, I do physical exercise. So I get my body moving. Um, I eat breakfast in the morning um, that's healthy. I take study and prayer time. Um, and so I study both business books. I study some psychology in the morning. I study some scripture in the morning to help me stay anchored in the things that matter the most to me and the mindsets and mentalities that drive my life that I find positive and challenging in my perspective, um, but help me ground myself. And then I get to work and I set that intention, like I said, in the morning and then live it through the day. Um, I give myself breaks during the day. Um, I do now, given the state of the world, I do a lot of in front of the computer work. And so I give myself breaks to rejuvenate mind and body and heart and, um, and connections. And then I, I just find a lot of joy in my work. So it gives me energy through the day. And so after I've taken some time in the evening to spend with my family, I often wrap up my evenings with maybe a little bit more work and definitely planning for the next day. And some of that planning is work. And because I want to live intentionally, it also includes the relationships and the fun and the good recreation that I think are important for healthy living and balanced living. Thank you so much. So you talked about having you, what is important to you and how you start your day. You take care of your physical body. You take care of your psychological mind. You take care of your spiritual mind as well, which is very, very uh, essential, right, for want to be sound right for you to be healthy for you to be sane and and that is very important because i see almost everyone i've spoken to so far they have a particular routine they follow and, and i think that that's also being intentional with your life because you have a particular routine that you follow i do this this morning this time of the day i do the other thing and you said something i plan the following day which is something I really love. In, in, the, in my book, Ripples of Power, I talked about that. Planning your day the night before, where you put into perspective the things that you're going to be doing in the morning so you don't waste time trying to think of what you want to do. You're working on autopilot already, which is very, very, very good. So for everyone listening, like you just said, I think being intentional is about planning. Planning the steps that you need to take, planning the things that you need to do next, and having your life organized, that's one of the ways one can achieve those things that he or she desire to achieve. Thank you so much for that lovely uh, information. But before I let you go, I still believe that you may have uh, advice that you want to pass on to, you want to pass on to our viewers, just a recommendation that you may want to do, uh, you want to make to, our viewers in order for them to begin to live intentional. Please 
just take your time and let us know what recommendations you have. Sure, Abraham, I appreciate that. Um, just like you said, the people watching this, um, the people that we surround ourselves with tend to be high achievers. I don't believe in overachievement, <laughs> just, high achievers. And so we often get focused on designing the tasks and the goals and the stuff we're going to do, the goals that we're going to accomplish. That is part of intention. And another huge part of intention, which brings joy and richness to your life, is how are you going to be as you achieve? And so I would say if you want to be more intentional in your life, I recommend you start small and just notice the impact of intentional living on yourself in the next conversation, before your next meeting, before your next family gathering, and beyond what am I going to do, focus on how am I going to be? What am I going to receive? How am I going to contribute? What do I really want to create? So for example, holidays are coming up. They're always holidays. So no matter when you watch this, there's a holiday coming up, which often means gathering together. What is, aside from the stuff you're going to do, what's the intention? Um, how do you want someone to walk away from being with you? What is the relationship deepening you want to do? If everything else fails, what are you hoping the one thing is accomplished? So I have some family coming to my house soon. I, I want, my intention is for each person to feel loved and special when they're here. And that means I treat my five-year-old nephew differently than my sister, right? My sister and I, will. she'll feel special and connected when we talk and I listen to her perspectives. My five-year-old nephew, he wants me to play trucks with him. Right? So the way that that gets done, you have to be very flexible, but my intention is the same. Mm -hmm. And so start with that attitude, be intentional and just notice the effect that it has on you, on your energy, not just the outcomes, but on your energy, your joy, notice the effect it has on other people and just notice the peace and joy that comes with living intentionally. Oh, wow. So with what you just said, it, it just brought to mind the fact that being intentional also has to do with the way we interact with people, the way we raise our kids, the way we look at what we become, not just what we do. Whatever steps we take, is the end result is what matters, right? It's the result that we achieve at the end of the day because each step we take is to lead to a particular result. And that is the result we should have the end in mind. Have that is the end in mind. That is really, really good. I really like that point. And I believe and I hope that our viewers, they've gotten those points. Because this is very important in everyday living, right? Today you want to become you go to school, you want to become a doctor, for instance, you, take, you have to be intentional about the courses you choose before attending the university. You want to become a politician, for instance, you have to live true to yourself and start leaving those legacies even before you're being voted because people, would, people can make references to the things you did in the past when you become a public figure. 
So it is very important on a daily basis, we live intentional. Every step we do, because life is an event on its own. And we need to be intentional about every decision we make, every step we take, every action we take. We have to be intentional about it. Lisa, thank you so, so much for being with us on today's show. And I believe and hope that we can have another session because I know you have a lot to give. I believe we can talk about other things. Having all the businesses you have set up, running those business, some businesses that it takes, some people feel is the man's kind of business to do, you are doing it. So that shows you break every barrier. I believe we can have some of these discussions in another show. Thank you for being on the show. It's been my pleasure, Abraham. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye for now. Bye-bye.